At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? hysteria you can't handle the truth his brain is gone this is hysteria 51 here. the truth is out there it's alive but you won't find it here they're coming for you look there comes one of them now to an eye-opening edition of Hysteria 51. You're finally comfortable talking about your inverted nipples on the show? Jesus Christ. What are inverted nipples? Both of you shut up. <laughs> We're just starting and I'm already tired of them, David. I'm already tired. I was before we started. Beat you, bitch. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we are broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago, with an exposed land bridge to parts unknown Colorado. We are your hosts and lead robot killers. In your dreams. <sighs> Sweet. Sweet, lucid dreaming. I'm David Flora. He's Brent Han. Yo. And you have sadly already heard from the bots. I built Conspiracy Bot to help research and edit the show, and, well, that didn't really work out. Sorry. I am too busy being burdened with glorious purpose. Oh, Loki, you are not. Correct. When I make my move to take over, I won't fail like that hack did. Wow. Big wows. Moving on. Oh, yeah. And uh, that other one. That other one's Kyle. He exists, so that's happening. <laughs> he, he's 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 like Loki, but he's like Loki the time he turned into a horse and had sex with another horse. <laughs> oh, the real Loki. We're not talking about fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have returning guests this week. Woo! That is true. Chris Rupert and Tyler Transu of Dockside Media return. They're they're becoming our fill-ins. <laughs> <laughs> they are, uh, yeah, the uh, part of the uh, Hysteria Fifty One Extended Universe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, they're here to talk to new dick, new dick documentary. I don't think that's the right word. Documentary in plain sight. It might be a documentary. Uh, in plain they're sight. here to talk about the dicks. <laughs> Woo! Fill-ins. All right, boys. It's called In Plain Sight: The Intelligence Community and UFOs. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna. I'm excited. It was really, really oh yeah, good. yeah. I I love their stuff. As and um, you know, as just to sell it a little bit here for them, <laughs> as the U.S. and countries around the world uh, continue to declassify UFO records and public awareness grows. I I actually just heard Brent uh, on the radio last night. I was driving home. And I heard him talking about, um, I think it must have been the 
Pentagon that was um, talking more about uh, UFOs and, and on the radio, like NPR, they're like, oh, they call them UAPs now, unidentified aerial phenomena, you know, and they're talking about uh, um, doing more, I don't know, declassification and stuff. NASA named a bunch of people. They're going to be doing research. How exciting. And it's it's wild, isn't it? But um, right. I you know a lot you of got people upset because they're like, these people don't have a background in, in UAP. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, it's probably a good thing, <laughs> right, guys. Exactly. Like, get somebody from the outside in. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there, there's a double-edged sword to all that, but uh, you got former intelligence officers, you got, well, quote unquote experts <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, experiencers share what they know and, uh, where we go in plain sight, the intelligence community and UFOs. Woo! That's the name of their new documentary. Yeah. Uh, in this Tyler and Chris, they asked the question, how far will the government go to obfuscate what they know about UFOs and ETs? Well, I'm going to tell you pretty fucking far. That's an educated guess, my friends. Pretty (laughs) fucking far. That's a PhD level educated (laughs) guess. (laughs) They will go out of their way to not tell you what they did uh, with bushings uh, that they overpaid for or, (laughs) or things of that nature. So UFOs, you better fucking believe it. And like you said, this topic, not only is NPR talking about it, it's everywhere. Twitter podcast journalism and for good reason we're finally at a point and this is what you were alluding to where the government mm. is saying yeah we don't know what some of this shit is yeah yeah does that scare you david like the the thought of uh they don't know no it doesn't scare me i think it, it intrigues me what I, and i don't know if i'm intrigued more to find out that stuff's here or intrigued more to that the um it's being talked about so openly now. Right. You know, and without too much ridicule. I think the thing that uh, surprised me when I say scared is uh, I always assume when they say that, I'm like, yeah, right. But back in the back of my brain, I'm thinking to myself, what if they don't know what any of this is? <laughs> That's a little scary to me when they're just like the the upper echelons of governance. Like, I have no fucking clue what that is. And we have ever, we've never had anything, you know, or it's all been true. <laughs> Nothing ever happened. And we don't know that somehow is scary to me. Uh, the the not knowing uh, instead of the constant lies that we assume. Do you think I mean, is it scary because you're afraid of what they're going to do? Or is it scary because the government is so inept. Well, that's where my mind goes would be if they were inept. I mean, I guess I've been living my whole life under that, so I'm not really scared. Yeah. You're like, huh, first time? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking loser. Because <laughs> if, you know, if it was that the extraterrestrials are here, if they wanted to, I don't know, take us over, they would have already done it maybe? You would or think maybe, so, unless they're, you know, on the- Unless they're the, the vanguard game. and just scouting while the, the main force gets here. I don't know. Yeah, I, I love that. I don't know if you saw this. They had a Katy Perry video that's been going around where her eye got stuck, like one of her eyes. And obviously it's because she has these giant fake lashes on and probably the glue. Like she like closed her eyes and one like stayed down. She had to like flick it. <laughs> and everyone's like, there it is. There she's, she's a robot or a, an E. E.T., she's probably reptilian, and I'm like, yep, that's the only explanation. Yeah. <laughs> the Illuminati couldn't couldn't be breath. that she wears fake lashes and that the glue was still a little fresh. But it's a lot more know. fun to say that she's a robot or a lizard person, uh, and she can't say the word caninigan. Caninigan. 
So, you know, we got that going just, for us. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Glad you said that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> More like Katie Scary. <laughs> so we're going to go to break. Uh, but when we come back, Chris and Tyler are going to join us and tell us what is hiding in plain sight here on Hysteria 51. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm -hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome back in Hysteria Nation and welcome back, more importantly, Chris and Tyler to the podcast. Thanks for slumming it with us, gentlemen, and uh, hopping back on here with us. You're my Woo, favorite backing people track, real loud clap, slum it with. Yes, we will <laughs> it with you anytime. No, we love being here, man. Dude, we're with our peoples. There you go, Among right? Slum. Hell yes. <laughs> uh, so people, speaking of, for those of you who uh, haven't heard the guys on here before, shame on you, number one. Um, <laughs> but number two, so this is your, I think it's your third time coming on here, your third documentary. Uh, so yeah, this is like, I think we got to go start going steady. I think that's how that Dude, works. By this time next year, we'll have been on here probably about 15 times. With the <laughs> amount of movies we release. <laughs> and it keeps getting better every single time. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. 
You guys are going to be it's hosting. A, the third time's a charm. I think <laughs> this will be our best yet. And yeah, if people I, haven't seen or heard us yet, well, then they're obviously not fans of Hysteria 51. <laughs> so well, come on. If we keep coming on here, eventually, yeah, we're just going to take over. It'll just there be our go. show. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Stereo Nation. This yeah, is Brent, David, thanks for coming on. Um, <laughs> have you guys created any documentaries recently? We have called In Plain Sight, The Intelligence I've been living in a box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How's my wife? <laughs> good. Uh, so for uh, anyone who doesn't know you guys, uh, real quick, what's your elevator pitch? How would you sum up what you guys do? Oh, Tyler, this is your dream come true. You were made for this. Go for it. Take <laughs> okay, it. Okay, let's see if I can stick it on the first take. So we're Dockside Media, <clears throat> which is a digital video production company with a focus on paranormal documentaries that are entertaining, informative, interesting, and thought-provoking. And so we're just trying out here doing our best to find interesting people who, who have had genuine experiences and let them share their stories. And then people can... Uh, you know, do with what what they want with that information. But we're hoping to destigmatize these topics like extraterrestrials, UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Sasquatch, so that people feel more comfortable talking about it. And in doing so, I think that's how we get more answers um, and get more knowledge and, yeah, understand these these different phenomena better. Well, you guys are doing a great job of, of bringing these topics to everyone. And I got to tell you, you know, the third one, every time I'm watching, I, I, I enjoyed even more. This one was right up my alley. I loved it. In plain sight, the intelligence community and UFOs. Um, you had people I loved on there. You had people that I hate on there. <laughs> Richard Doty. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's no surprise. If you li- if anyone listened to this show, they they know. Anyway. Um, no, diff- it's cool. That We don't. Yeah, we don't discriminate. Well, no, um, nor should you, because you're doing a documentary. You got to have the everyone's opinions on there, right? You know. Yeah, and you know we're not. These aren't our opinions. I'll just say that up front. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever is in our documentary is not my personal opinion about things, uh, and I don't think it should be my place to, because we're not trying to form a specific narrative in our stuff. We're just trying to get people to open their minds a bit. Well, when you tell a story, which is what you guys are trying to do, that's exactly how you should approach it. Um, and uh, sometimes that's hard. Sometimes I think you guys did a really good job with this. How did you, did you approach this one differently than your previous ones? Cause this one was a little more pointed. It talks about disclosure, but a lot of it talked to with like Roswell, which is kind of the granddaddy of um, UFO cases. Now there is stuff before that, but that is, I would call it the, the, the launching that, point for modern. Yeah. That brought it to uh, popular mm-hmm. uh, attention, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, what what you guys do different, or or how did you approach this one? Certainly, well, one dude, it's great to hear that you guys enjoyed this documentary because, man, we've just been getting great feedback from all the different podcasts uh, and people that we've sent advanced screeners to, and <clears throat> I'm guessing, uh, you know, you guys consume a good amount of. UFO content and documentaries. <laughs> yeah, that's, so a, that's when, an understatement. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. But so to hear people like you guys hear that dude, there's interesting new information in there. Um, the fact that, you know, after 15 minutes, you're not like, ah, dude, just pause. How much longer do I have of this? It's just amazing. We've had people like, dude, I I literally finished it, went to the bathroom, and came back and watched it a second time. And as filmmakers, it's just like, oh. Dude, yeah. that's just insane. That means that that we've done something where, you know, so uh we've just been able to craft this story that's compelling and it's easy to follow and be entertained by. 
uh, and focused on. And so that's just really cool. And as far as how it came together, man, like all the other three docs, which for the listeners out there that that have missed it, first one was Conscious Contact Full Disclosure. Second one was uh, The Ghosts of Gettysburg. Third one, Secrets of the Sasquatch. And now this fourth one, In Plain Sight, The Intelligence Community and UFOs. This one came together by uh, just like those, just like fate destiny some uh unseen invisible hand um i i know january of 2022 here i saw or noticed actually it was december i think maybe i saw a notice that of 2021 i saw that john ramirez who's a former uh, retired cia officer i saw that he was doing various podcasts and interviews and talking about some very interesting things as far as hybrids and the nro and people should submit FOIA requests to them because they may have data uh, and pictures of these uh, UFOs and UAP. So I like, get started with him and uh, got his interview. Yeah, back in January. And then from there, um, we got Tom Carey, who is a Roswell uh, expert and author. The guy has interviewed over 600 first and secondhand witnesses to Roswell. So just a plethora of knowledge. And so it's um, so dope to sit down and talk to somebody like that and and hear what they've heard, seen, researched um, over the years and hear their story. So it was cool. And then from there, eventually, uh, yeah, we got Jesse Peak, who is a MUFON field investigator, like in the Philadelphia area. So if your listeners are familiar with MUFON, Mutual UFO Network, you know, where people are reporting sightings and data is collected. So great talking to him. He's also former Army National Guard. So he has military background. Um, and, and he said the one thing that I believe more than anything, he's like, don't trust anyone. <laughs> that was oh, I know, right? I know. He's, yeah. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, dude. And no, was, uh, then Eric Mintel. It. Yeah, um, Eric Mintel investigates. He's an experiencer investigator uh, as well into paranormal activity and UFOs. And then lastly, uh, we needed like one more person and happened to get Richard Doty. So, hey, I understand he's not everybody's cup of tea. You have I to think. have him if you're going to do this documentary. It's important. So. It's amazing I that you guys had him. No, absolutely. If you're going to tell a story about this world, you absolutely have to have him or that type of, of character. And he's an important linchpin in the, in the UFO zeitgeist of the last, you know, 75 years now with this case. And the controversy is somewhat valid insofar as like, when I listen to him talk, I'm like, all right, yeah, he sounds like he said, he sounds obviously very sincere. And it sounds like he's kind of like prattling off, like, just like, oh, this happened and this happened, this happened. But then I'm like, wait, wasn't it your job to kind of cover up this stuff? He was literally a disinformation <laughs> agent. Yeah. Right? So am I, are you lying? Like, what's going on now? And you know what I mean? That's so, yeah, I think, but honestly, the skepticism, I think, is it's fine. It's fair. I think you should have it. Um, but I still want to hear what he has to say. Well, right, my favorite thing, you know, speaking on him, is, and you were talking about Jesse Peake earlier, you were interviewing Jesse. Uh, the MUFON field investigator, and he said, we can't trust government people. They're the best trained liars in the world. He knows from military experience. Boom. You immediately cut right back to Richard Doty. He goes back into talking about everything. I don't know if he did that or not, but I laughed my ass off. Um, so if you didn't, that was perfect. And if you did, well done. <laughs> I think as filmmakers, what you typically say in this situation is, yeah, no, we definitely tried that. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, you know, it's, no, it's, I, I love the, I love those beautiful mistakes. And honestly, sometimes or not mistakes, but 
uh, just happenstances, like how stuff plays out where, you know, if Chris and I like really, if we're uh, not Dockside Media and we're some massive studio and we say, oh, we're going to make this documentary in plain sight, the intelligence community of UFOs, we script out how we want it to be, how, how the story flows and everything, what needs to be said, like, Dude, we don't get anything nearly as beautiful and interesting mm-hmm. uh, and entertaining and informative as as I think what we have. Because what we do is, man, we just go out and we let these people share their stories. Um, yeah. And then Chris, being the editor, does a phenomenal job of finding the common threads and where stuff overlaps and how it intertwines and beautifully puts it together and then um, sends it back to me and we kick it back and forth and polish it up. And man, it's just... It's dope. And Richard Doty, I feel you like I'm, I'm there interviewing him and just meeting him beforehand and stuff. And it's just like, oh, wow, this guy, he's he's very disarming, very dis, like just very. Does know, he look like everyone's not, uncle or something like that? Hey, yeah, how are you guy? He's just yeah. he's just very sincere and genuine, disarming, not like loud and, and like very opposite of me. But, you know, like my hindbrain, there's a part that's just like, dude. Is this just how he was trained to mm-hmm. be? I assume you could definitely train people to, yeah, to just, you know, if that's what your job is, to be able to right. get information or or implant information, et cetera, and affect public opinion. Um, yeah, you're obviously trained mm-hmm. to do that. So, but my right. gut feeling, <laughs> my gut feeling, and I feel like I'm a good judge of character from the interview I had with him and the things he said. You know, I didn't I didn't get any impression. He was just blowing smoke, making stuff up, trying to, uh, you know, just provide whatever some some BS to us, some lies. Well, he you guys he talked about his former life as a, you know, with with working for the government. And he's well known for the Paul Benowitz case. Everyone kind of knows he kind of he didn't speak on that, but he touched on when you guys were interviewing him. He said there's two types of sightings. There'll be a uh, a UAP that they don't they might not even know what it is or whatever, regardless, and someone calls it in, so they will allude that it's ours and be a good American and hide that. Whereas people would call in and be like, I saw a UFO and it was one of their black projects, and he's like, mm. Oh man, that's a UFO. Thanks for reporting it. They'd like throw it <laughs> off either way just to like keep it off. And he said the one thing that used to be I think people did all the time. I think we've talked about this before, David, of be a good American and don't say anything. And that used yeah. to be all you needed to do to keep a secret. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. People right? call bullshit nowadays. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Although, like, if if the government would come out and say, yep, aliens are real. We got one here. Here's then a you're picture. like, what's your angle? Here's a video. <laughs> it's, on, it's on CNN. It's on Fox everywhere. You know, like a third of the country would still be like, that's fake. None of that's real. It's all, you know what I mean? Well, when sure. the so. A-tip stuff came out a couple of years ago and all the flare footage of the Tic Tac mm-hmm. and they went on primetime news everywhere and said, we have information, uh, blah, blah, blah. It didn't even really make a blip in most people's yeah. lives, which is alarming to say. And we look at what, these things we're talking about. And I, the, re, the thing I said earlier was, I think you guys did a great job of starting. You, you, you have to start with Roswell. And one of the gentlemen on there who I'm, I'm blanking on who it was, but talked about, they're not going to talk about Roswell because 
if, oh, Tom Carey. It, yeah. yeah. If if they did, they'd have to admit they were covering oh, yeah. stuff up. Lying what, for 75 years. Yeah, yeah. Yep, exactly. And then the liability, right, of what, exactly. you know, then it just opens you up to, uh, yeah, probably lawsuits and all that type of stuff. I would rather, I'd rather just bite the bullet, right? Like, just go on and say, you know what, we were covering it up. We didn't think uh, we were going to be taking care of American public by get gushing this information from the get-go. But, you know, we, we did what we thought we had to do. Sorry, our bad. This is what it is. I think people would accept that. I don't know. You know, if you who, who wouldn't, I, I, I love the type of person, man. And I try and impress upon my son, like, bro, we're human, man. We make mistakes. Like if you mess up, dude, own up to it, man. Yeah. It's okay. And I respect people. So like, even if the government, I don't know, I would, I would be open-minded and like appreciate, like you said, Hey, if they just came out and said it, you know what, dude, man, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, I don't know if I could overlook the past. Like, yeah, we I don't know. We can cross that bridge when we get to it, but I wouldn't be, I don't know if I'd be so fired up. It's like, Oh dude, I appreciate somebody that messes up and admits their mistake and says, Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and learn from this. Yeah. Let's clean this up. It, it depends on the lengths that would they would have gone to to cover things up. Right. right? right it's right, not right. like, oh, they just lied. You know what I mean? Did mm-hmm. they, yeah. Other, they're like, here's a trail of bodies. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you, there's a huge <laughs> dump over there with hundreds of bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, but aliens are real. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> but, I, but like, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think the public would even necessarily just accept it just, just without like a a bunch of pushback because sure dude here we are this is only how many years later after roswell like 75th anniversary whatever it is mm-hmm. so compared to bro what's today indigenous indigenous day mm-hmm. and like which is for anybody else like I, i'm 37 chris is 37 like this was just always Why columbus day to me doing that to me we're the same age bro. <laughs> reminding you of age. his so hatred right chris is 53 like, oh, wow. i already feel bad enough about myself <laughs> but, and every time you're but like, I'm just chris is old it, as fuck <laughs> yeah well we're yeah, both no, older than no, you guys no. so uh yeah. <laughs> you don't get a lot of but sympathy my point with columbus day is in another a generation or two like for right now mass consciousness for the most part public perception is like oh dude that's columbus day it's shifting in another generation everybody will say columbus day dude you can't celebrate that that is true that is like just ridiculous but we we grew up with the dude we're we're americans we should be proud that we were discovered yeah. you know what i mean and Pilgrims so it's crazy and columbus and all that yeah. doesn't it yes. take like one and a half generations to kind of reform. Isn't that like something? The I paradigm think shift. Yeah, the paradigm yeah. shift kind of thing. Like it takes a long freaking time. It does. Yep. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of hatred in that, you know, during oh, that time. Sure, or not sure. hatred, but, you know, foot dragging. A lot of or, conflict. Yeah. Conflict. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard someone say one time and they're like, everyone says that the past was better. I, I forget <laughs> who this goes, but really it was youth. Your youth was yeah. better, yes. and you yeah. remember Listen. being young, and 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 so those things the that happened, non responsibilities, no bills, you know, no, right? And so ignorance not, is not like right. yep. yawning, and your body just suddenly stops working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got out of bed this morning, so I'm not going to be able to walk for a few days. Yeah, <laughs> right. like, you know, I needed. Now I can't use my arm for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the things that you guys did, you, you talked to the different people, and they had their different. So they were talking about aliens, especially the Roswell, and were there bodies? Were there dead? Was mm-hmm. there alive? And 
you know, we can go down that whole road, but uh, you were talking to um, Tom Carey and he spoke about Roswell and the occupants as having homo sapien DNA traces. Mm -hmm. And that's always something I've heard that a thousand times. And it's always hard for me to wrap my head around. Well, number two, there were two things. Richard Doty was saying that they were from another, another planet. They were, they were aliens. Whereas Tom Carey was talking like, they're like time travelers or maybe hybrids and things like that. If I'm remembering right, that's hard to like me to just swallow and, and on purpose because it blows my mind. I hear you there, but also if they're aliens and they have this technology to travel these vast distances of space, therefore time, if they were here thousands and thousands of years ago, essentially they would be temporal entities to us, right? Mm. They were from our past and now again in our future or whatever, um, and possibly shaped that. I think that makes sense to some degree, right? But I hear you. Cause like you, you're like accustomed to it in basic media and stuff to be like, okay, these are aliens and this is time travel. And I've seen movies with both with each of those concepts, but not really with both combined except for like interstellar. Think of like yeah. that movie when they go to that planet and then they come back up and it's been like three years. Like, so it's almost like we're looking at the wrong way. Possibly. Our DNA isn't in them. Their DNA is in us. Just so everything's copacetic. Tom Carey <clears throat> mentions extra temporal. Mm-hmm. John Ramirez, okay. the, C- oh. the retired CIA officer, is the one that mentioned he speculates that the DNA found in the bodies at Roswell gotcha. shared a se- sequence or some sequence with the human genome. So I don't want to give away too much of the movie, but just in case people start looking at or read Tom Carey books or something like that, Tom Car- or I don't believe Tom Carey made that DNA comment. As okay. as I know, I believe well, hopefully everyone's Governor's. watching this and they'll realize how everything gets jarbled in my head and I'm an idiot. So <laughs> no, 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 don't even sweat it. I just don't worry. Finished. I was going right along with you there. So yeah, no, I. nope. But <laughs> I, I just wanted to make sure everything was up and up because you know how like just uh, sometimes UFO Twitter, whatever stuff spreads. Oh, he, he right. said this, but it was this. And I'm like, no, nope, I, we'll just correct I, it right now. True, true. Very That's well, true. Um, very well stated. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. And I'm uh, like of the uh, mindset. Um, you know, other people have mentioned it, like Lou Elizondo saying, Hey, what happened 70,000 years ago that the human species, yeah, ju- that jump was elevated so much? And I don't know, people at the time uh, alluded to, Yeah, what was there <clears throat> genetic manipulation? And so, that I'm so, if we're sharing, <clears throat> you know, if DNA is found in these ETs and it's like, Oh, dude, some of this stuff resembles human DNA or, or in the same sequence. I don't know enough about it, so I don't want to sound like an idiot. But, um, you know, I think it's possible that extraterrestrials could want to whatever evolve primates, etc., give sentient life and splice their DNA into the primate mm-hmm. DNA, and then that way. Oh, here's this accelerated evolution. They would be explorers. They'd be scientists. It kind of just makes sense that you would do things like that in a way. We, we are constantly. I mean, that's what we're doing that's now, the, right? Exactly. CRISPR. That's yeah, what we're doing yeah. now. We're oh, doing building blocks lettuce, of life. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, sorry, We've CRISPR. Got- CRISPR means the devil. Thank you very much. No, <laughs> we hear that all the time. Sorry. What if we're just the accidents, though? What What if they're they got all horned up and and you know got a, got after a gorilla or something, and, and here we are now, and we're like, why are we here? Yeah, well, I'm kind of thankful they did. Then yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm gonna make the best of this, dude. I'll show you guys. You just wait. We'll have right. we'll have twenty docs out by this. Time next year keep that against us <laughs> right i just love that you know it's kind of like if you watch star trek there's these advanced civilizations out there and we finally get warp and we go out into the cosmos and within no time starfleet's uh their headquarters is on earth and we're just like thanks for keeping everything warm we'll take care of everything i swear that's exactly how we would be as a species, Probably. which maybe is why if this has really happened, they keep us at an arm's length because they not only do they know that that's true. They've also watched our movies. <laughs> true. true. <laughs> Big Doc side uh, media fans. Big. Yeah. Doc side media. <laughs> well, I love that you guys had all these guys out here to talk about their past, especially when they have, you know, they, they work for the CIA intelligent, things like this, all these move on people. There's still a stigma though. People, you know, don't want to come forward all the time and tell their stories. And even when we had, like I said, a few minutes ago, we were talking about, you know, a few years ago, they come out with the, the Tic Tac videos and people kind of dismiss it. You look up into the stars at night and there's trillions of stars. Why is it like pulling teeth to get people to believe that there is a chance that there's a microbe out there? Because if there's a microbe out there, that's life outside of here. And that changes everything. And yet, People want to say absolutely not. I think I think because one, people live in their bubbles and they go to work every day and they come home and they rinse and repeat over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard to get outside that bubble. I mean, you see that in politics, you see that in a lot of things. Uh, people, you know, it, it's hard to convince somebody of something when they're so already adamantly against. But also talk about religion and stuff but it's all comes down to me for like a fear of the unknown fear of death and stuff Mm -hmm. and it is truly an unknown because we just don't have right now like the the definitive proof widely available like said that this is exactly what it is so people take it as something unknown and i think there may be just a bit of fear in that yeah i don't want to believe i want to know yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the difference, I think. And uh, that's why I do this. And yeah. That's why it's so much well, fun. You also got to be careful of the people who say they do know, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because nobody does. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> or if they do, you know, like, you know, you can have just like the people like I've seen this or I've done this. It's hard because, you know, if they do, what is that going to happen if they, you know, if they come forward, you know? Yeah. The um, stigma against it. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it's hard in their personal lives and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. It's like when a, something happens to somebody and they're like a victim and then they come th- through with their story, but nobody wants to believe them because they don't mm-hmm. have proof. And it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's a terrible situation. Right. And, you know, if there's trillions and trillions of stars, like, I'm just like, well, dude, there could be trillions and trillions of extraterrestrial beings right right like in theory so it's like oh well so-and-so's experience was with reptilians or whatever this so somebody else had this thing and this thing it's like oh well dude these are all different there's no way they're like what if they were all real Mm -hmm. you know they really could be and so at that point 
it's like, well, yeah, we nobody has a full deck of cards. Like, how can we? I'm ever not playing with one. I'll tell you that right now. How can you ever get all <laughs> the information? Hmm. Well, we're right, we're right, and it's why it's so easy to believe one way or another that there is nothing, or that there is the government would. Uh, lie to us because they have, or mm-hmm. when people come forward and tell their stories, it's easier to dismiss someone than it is to say, I'm going to throw my worldview out the window and believe you. I've seen, yeah. you know, I've had experiences with friends and they've had the same experience with me and they tell a completely different story and that's mundane things. So then you take in the woo-woo weirdness of the world, you know, be it a, yep. a Sasquatch, a UFO, anything and uh that gets you know elevated tenfold everybody's a a different kind of filter right yeah for sure everybody's experiences and knowledge and what they believe it all gets filtered through their perception so yeah brent that it it makes sense if you had the same exact experience as someone else they could tell an almost completely different story you know, yeah, just sure. even color blindness simply proves that, right? You can hook right. somebody up to a polygraph, and if they're color, you know, like no, dude, that is—I swear that is red. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's green, and and like both people are entirely correct for their reality. True. Yeah. Yeah. Reality is it a is six? A, is it a nine? Yeah. 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 I, depending on which way you're looking at it, yeah. I sometimes like lay in bed and think about weird shit. Um, not and us. I think so about I, I, I'm yeah, judging the juicy you know. stuff. <laughs> and, 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 and it's deeply, it's deeply sexual. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, I often think like this is probably like if I do like maybe if I'm high, too high or something. But it's like, um, why do we think? Are we seeing the exact same objects and things? Like, does everybody perceive it the same way, or are our eyes showing us different things? So, but we all agree that it's something. So it is. Does that make any sense? Like if I had, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Have you guys ever heard of the, uh, your red is my blue theory where we all see the same. We all know that's red, right? But you see blue and I see red, but that's red to both of us. That's exactly what I'm trying to describe. Yeah. Yeah. But we've all agreed, you know, and so you're taught. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And we have no way of knowing. And there's like that tribe, uh, that cannot see or uh, yeah this tribe of people that cannot see blue because they've never they never came up with a word for blue so they can hmm. see um like 15 different shades of green right you could put out like a palette of all these very very subtle changes in green and they'll pick out each one right no problem but you could give them the same 15 different like w- with different shades of blue and it'll all be the same green color to them or whatever hmm. Because they don't have, they never had a word for blue. It's like the weirdest thing, man. It's like a learned, look it up. So, it's it's a so, learned everything response. Everything is so subjective at that point, like language and just communication is so subjective. Yeah. 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 And here's this thing. I always have this idea of stuff back in the 50s, 60s, whatever, was much duller in color, right? <laughs> like oh, They didn't have these bright beautiful colors that we have today (laughs) just because i've seen like footage right from the 50s or 60s and it's like oh that's just a hell i grew up in the 80s and everything was brown so yeah (laughs) like right but like if you go to like i remember going to the dominican republic or, or something and i'm looking around at all these amazing beautiful colors and thinking Oh, wow, dude. Yeah, these colors would have been the same in the 50s, right? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just my brain that thinks 
things weren't as colorful back then. So yeah, I don't know, dude. That's what I lay in bed thinking about, Chris. To tack on to that, Tyler, there's also the um, um, Hollywood and and portrayals of this stuff in the media where they've all kind of like this is the '50s aesthetic, yeah. you know. And so you got your teals and your like salmons and your yeah. yellows. And when they you show know, Mexico, and, they use like a brown filter. When they show yeah, yeah, literally yeah, when like, they, yeah, stuff like when that. they show London, they use like a, a different filter so it looks more subdued, so yeah. that it feels like it's you know. In a lot of movies, like that's not what it really looks like. It's, it's when the they show Chicago. Right? Yeah. They show Chicago and they actually come in your home and shoot you once before that you watch <laughs> Just to it. make it a realistic experience. <laughs> That's right. But that is funny. It's like boiling it things down to their most basic concepts so that a wide va- a variety of people can understand it easily, I guess, is what they're doing. Yeah. 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 Well, I just yeah. hope that 30 years from now, they listen to podcasts like this. They look back on them and laugh because we know all these answers and like, what idiots they didn't know, you know, because hopefully work like what you guys are doing here and what we're doing has made that a moot point. Think about it though. All on like the old hieroglyphs and stuff where there's like images of like beings in the sky Mm -hmm. and stuff. (laughs) Isn't that the exact same thing we're doing right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. And apparently we didn't learn anything. So, well, (laughs) (laughs) yep i think that's about right you know um so i guess what i'm getting at is if my wife is a hybrid i wish she would tell me because that's one of the things you guys talked about and uh, there might be hybrids out there maybe you know maybe you don't know but uh if you're dating a hybrid let us know that might be you would want to know it matters to you i would want to be like if she i would want to know change brent yeah, what, what would change, change, Brent? Let's unpack this. Well, yeah. hopefully I'd be like, let me get some of that sweet technology that you're hiding from me. <laughs> let me go to your meetings. You guys have to have a support group, right? <laughs> but it's all self-serving. I'm not going to get rid of her. No, no, not at all. I want to be like, where's my jetpack? You know, where's my jetpack? <laughs> a lot of my life breaks down to where's my jetpack. I'm not going to right, that's, that's fair yeah. and understandable, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So this was a, you know, you guys have been stepping up kind of in this, you did your, your, your ghosts of Gettysburg, but it's been a lot in this vein uh, of, of the, the world of the weird. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything on the, on the burner next for you that you're working on that you can share? <laughs> uh, and that might be something that you can't share, but uh, uh, is there anything that you, uh, you got going on? Well, this weekend we will be hopefully finishing uh, filming our next documentary, which is Ghosts in the Graveyard, Pure Pandemonium. Nice. Uh, nice. Which is uh, similar in s- some way to our uh, Ghosts of Gettysburg, but we're going to be camping out at this haunted haunted graveyard. We have a paranormal investigator. We have a bunch of uh, people interested in coming, experiencing it. We've already interviewed um, a noted author about the area and its legend, and so far it's going to be, I think, super fun. I'm looking forward to that. And then we have a bunch of ideas planned um for down the road i'm trying to convince tyler that i want to do this christmas thing um <laughs> i'm not dressing up as but an he's, angel bro he's, <laughs> he keeps he keeps and trying kicking, yeah, i won't yeah, do he, it and uh tyler wants to do well i'll let you speak what did you want to do next tyler well no chris yeah just i don't know when this pod's dropping probably not in time but yeah this coming weekend october 15th um, in Piney, a Pioneer Cemetery in the abandoned ghost town of Pandemonium, like Chris said, baby, we're shooting Ghosts in the Graveyard, pure Pandemonium. So, like all the 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 title, like fits beautifully with all the 
just where we're filming, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the uh, the old yeah, ghost town of Pandemonium and Pandemonium, uh, me being Greek for uh, oh, dude, I'm drawing. Is it a boat of demons? A boat of demons, I believe. So I'm like, <laughs> That's oh, awesome. dude, this is sick. And we've got investigators, right, with paranormal equipment coming out with us. We've got just uh, adventurers, um, people who are curious or interested about this stuff. So we got like a mix of people where. During this camp out at this cemetery on state forest lands, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, we're bringing Ouija boards. Like we're doing it all. We're doing light as a feather, stiff as a board. We're playing ghosts in the graveyard. Like it's going to be just a really, really interesting, entertaining and fun doc to to film and shoot. And then, uh, yeah, from there, man, I think we would be open to doing, um, we'd still, I'd still like to do like a, in a past life, maybe, uh, which would uh, be about like uh, past life regressions yeah. and uh, reincarnation and people who, um, you know, have experienced David's that. done past life regression, actually. I have done one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, David, we might have to hit you up for an interview, uh, interview okay. there, bro. <laughs> um, you might find yourself in the next Dockside Media. I don't know if you know oh. this or not. You're talking to the yeah. former Joan of Arc. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, remote viewing, <laughs> like we're we're uh, I'm, I'm interested in just remote viewing, and that the you know the United States government was funding it with millions of dollars for years, studying it for decades, yeah. and then people go, "Is there anything to it?" Well, I know there's a oversight and in, in stuff, but man, there has to been a lot to it for them to to keep it going, and then. When they made it uh, all go away, you know it didn't go away. So there's probably a lot more to it than we even realize because that's how that stuff works. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we're, we're we're starting that one, right, Tyler? We already lined up some interviews for that. I don't know if I want to say. Maybe oh, I'll tell I? you what. Yeah. If the listeners okay. want to follow us at Dockside, yeah, Media, there you go. We're on right. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I would. YouTube. I would. I'm. I'm just curious as one of the, you might as the out. as the only partner of yours in Dockside Media <laughs> if you did that or not. <laughs> but I guess I'll find out. Yeah, it's above I your pay grade. You will find out. But um, so we're working on that. And just like all the other documentaries, man, we just we feel like we kind of go where we feel we're being called or led. That's awesome. Um, and what interests us and makes us curious. And so then we just start reaching out to people in that field that are experts and and have had experiences, and um. Like, you know, most likely we'll probably be filming, you know, Ghosts in the Graveyard, Pure Pandemonium, the In a Past Life, um, the remote viewing, et cetera, like kind of all at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. And when we have and enough- that Christmas one. And that Christmas one. And the Christmas And the Christmas <laughs> and the one. Christmas, Christmas one. won't let it die, all right, dude. We will do a Christmas, a paranormal <laughs> Christmas one for you, bro. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, you have my word here on Hysteria okay. 51. He I'll just wants you to you. dress up as Krampus for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, beat him with reeds or whatever it is that the thing does. I'll do it. You know, we shoot some sick <laughs> B-roll. We got to do what we got to do. So I can get it. I can get it. Hey, um, we don't kink shame. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll get all this footage shot and when we like we'll know when we have enough and there's enough stories in there mm-hmm. and then Chris does his beautiful, you know, artistry where he where he starts interweaving it all together we, and you do a really um, good job. This one was great too. You, you do, do a ju- good job of having an interview, cutting out to scenery while you're doing the interview, cutting back in and it doesn't take me away, it adds to right. it. And I mean that truthfully, because I watch a lot of documentaries where I'm like, jarring, jarring, you know, and things are going on and that's not what's going on yeah. in this. And I, I really like this. And this one, like you said, I was not only glued to it, 
Um, as well, David and I, we were talking about this. He, I had, when we were getting ready to do this a while ago, he, he was like, I was like, have you watched it? He's like, I have it. I'm like, I have, I go, it's, it's great. And then like, by the end, like the second half ramped up, you know? And I was like, at the end of it, I'm like, oh, it's over. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, it's awesome. You know, Thank so, you so much. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. And it shows that makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up here in that. Just well, like, it shows I, you know, guys are passionate about what you're doing. Appreciate that, man. That's really cool. But you got skill I know how, too. Yeah. Ah, dude. Thank you. Well, I hope the listeners out there and you guys, you know, they can hear that we're just, we're just two normal dudes who uh, thought, man, I, I bet we can make paranormal documentaries or supernatural and stuff with UFOs and extraterrestrials because we find this interesting and fascinating and would help, uh, would like to spread the word and, you know, uh, educate others um, and entertain others. And so, like, I just know, oh, dude, the, if we can do it, anybody else listening out there can do it as well, man. So whatever you love, just lean into it, man, because you would be surprised what you can do if you just like really try like when i fly out to interview richard Doty, and i land and i'm like four and a half hours north of roswell or whatever three and a half hours north of roswell and it's like 11 at night when i land i'm like dude i gotta drive straight down to roswell i'll sleep for two hours in my car i'll get drone footage of the sun rising there i'll get um i'll get foot like footage of roswell signs etc because I'm like, I'm here. Why, why not mm-hmm. do it? Why get some stock? Sure. Yeah. Um, and then drive all the way back up, interview him at, <clears throat> uh, what was it, like noon or, uh, yeah. Noon to like 2 PM. And I caught my flight at like three 30. Just out running of, on adrenaline. Really? And you know? just came. <laughs> yep. And flew right back. And uh, so it's just, it's like, dude, I just, you know what? I went out and I really tried. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be there long. I'm going to try my best and uh, and have fun and enjoy it. And dude, as a result, by Chris and I doing that enough times with all these genuine uh, people who've had these interesting lives and stories, we've been able to craft these really beautiful docs. So it's also a testament to the, like the people out there that have, mm-hmm. you know, sure. felt comfortable enough sitting down with us. And sharing some stuff that, yeah, dude, a lot of people could easily maybe poke fun or uh, make them think they're crazy or whatever the case may be. Uh, so it's cool. We, we like destigmatizing that kind of thing and, and uh, having a blast doing it. So you guys can do it too, man. Well, yeah, it's, for sure. it's, it's great that you do that because, you know, you give these people a voice and they are, you know, these guys have also devoted their lives, a lot of them to this stuff mm-hmm. and they're willing to come forward. So giving him an outlet, giving us an outlet to watch it, everything. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's what's needed and we can't thank you enough for doing it. Um, right. it's our, it's our bread thank and you. butter. We do the same thing. We're doing what we love. And sure. uh, as they say, you know, I do this full time. This is my full time job. Uh, You'll, they say you'll never work a day in your life. I might argue with that a little bit, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, doing what you love is is awesome. And we can't thank you guys enough for keeping coming on here and keep pumping out the the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Oh, anytime, man, anytime. We love coming on. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll be yeah. Keep them DMs open. We'll keep sending you docs. Right. Amen. Amen. So thank you guys so much. We're gonna go to break real quick, and we come back. We're gonna hit Chip with more Hysteria Fifty One.
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Ding. Uh, Brent, those guys are always a blast to talk to. Never uh, liked them. Never enjoyed them. So, <laughs> whatever. You know, you can have your opinion. I got mine. <laughs> hey. Um, what the hell? Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was a fun documentary to watch. I, I like that um, it's just the two of them doing it, too. It, yeah. It's, it's very inspiring. Yeah, I like that they're, they're on the same page or bandwidth, and that's really good. And it's a fun one, like we said. And there's from the CIA to the MUFON to uh, uh, those who, who – uh, the doughty ones of the, <laughs> the Richard mm-hmm. variety that uh, I have talked about <laughs> so many times on here. I like that they had a lot of different views. And, man, it's, it's interesting to hear people talk so matter-of-factually about these crazy woo-woo topics. You know, yeah, well, and they were with the CIA or the this or that or the other. It's uh, To them, it's not woo-woo, you know? Right. Or it's their job to pretend that it's not. And to There is that that aspect. Yeah, that's it's pretty diabolical. And they did a good job of letting these people tell their story and then also showing the other people not even maybe even knowing who's on there being like and we talked about this with them, but you know, be mindful of what you hear. Don't take mm-hmm. everything at face value and uh, do your due diligence if you can. Trust no one. <laughs> Yikes. Um, you know, that's that's the uh, that's the takeaway from life, hopefully, for uh, I th- everyone. Yeah, I think when someone says tr- trust no one, that's just like the ultimate you're effed, you know? <laughs> you're yeah. just you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I'm from so. the government and I'm here to help. Ah, <laughs> shit. So it's just <laughs> like at the end of Spaceballs. Spaceballs? There goes the planet. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the planet. <laughs> Uh, my wife has been on a uh, uh, just a comedy movie kick, and we actually watched Spaceballs the other night. I had, hadn't seen it in probably a couple years. Man, it still holds up. <laughs> it's speaking, a good one. Speaking of aliens, so you know it's on point. It is on point. I wasn't even getting off track with that that statement there. <laughs> These guys, you listen at home. We're gonna have links to all their stuff in the show notes. Give it a watch. It's definitely worth watching. Uh, all of them are, from them talking about Sasquatch to talking about uh, the other, the metaphysical things in the world. Now now we're talking about aliens. They just do a fantastic job of making these things accessible to mm-hmm. people uh, like like us, you know, that maybe aren't, um, you can- you Died can be, in the wool. Right, right. You could- Yeah. Yeah, you can be a-, a die hard in this and still enjoy it. And you can be a newcomer and still enjoy it. And that's not always easy to do. And they've done a really good job of making it accessible. So that's fantastic. So please make sure you check out the, the, uh, the links in the show notes and it's available right now to stream in a lot of places. So make sure you do that. Also, uh, speaking of streaming, 
I hear you're going to be streaming a documentary here soon. No, no date set, but uh, what's the 411 on your situation? Yeah, so we're looking at the final cut of the film. It should be coming to us soon. This this will be the one that uh, everybody is going to get to see. And for um, those who don't know, what's the title? It's called uh, Shadows in the Desert, High Strangeness in the Borrego Triangle. It's about uh, the phenomena that happens um, out in uh, Anza Borrego Desert State Park in California, Southern California. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it to, uh, come out, be done and, uh, everybody, uh, get what they kickstarted. And, um, yeah, we're, we're just basically waiting for distribution. We're waiting for a streaming platform to, uh, buy the rights to this right. so that can, it can premiere. I got to see an early cut, you know, there was, it's not done. You it did? was early cut. I really enjoyed it. more nudity than I anticipated, mm-hmm. but less than I yearned for. So yeah, we we that, like to walk that will. line. Yeah, we're like little Johnny Cashes <laughs> putting this together. <laughs> what? Speaking of little now, what Cash what did now. you think? What did did you what give us a little uh, short no, I really liked it. I, without spoiling? Yeah, you guys did. Number one, you did a great job of putting a lot of information into a small amount of time with this mm. place, um, and that's fantastic. And you were on location. And it seems like it would be, I, I love you, you have tons of drone shots and you have a lot of just you guys in what you can tell is the sweltering heat <laughs> dealing with these things and talking about them. And then there's tons of art, computer animated. I mean, by God, it looks professional. Who would have thought? <laughs> no, it's that, really, really good. Thanks, man. That, yeah, that was our goal. Um, you know, take a, a, what budget we have and make it as, as good as we can possibly make it. Uh, you know, we, we aimed for it. I don't know if we hit it, but, um, I think, uh, I think people are going to enjoy it. So yeah, I, do too. Keep, I uh, did. And, uh, it's an area that I really wasn't super familiar with. Yeah. But the that things was another that are, thing from, you know, Sasquatch to spook lights, to UFOs, to everything that's going on, uh, burning, skeletal men that run through the, the <laughs> desert you know there's uh there's a lot of fun things out there that you guys are talking about and uh i think there's something in there for everyone the whole thing's for everyone by god <laughs> <laughs> thanks man yeah yeah for sure. excited uh and i'm sure everybody's going to be very relieved when this finally <laughs> gets to the masses are you saying but, it's an, a, a huge undertaking to make a documentary i never would have thought well that. i mean you see these other places that are churning them out like three four times a year and this is this is something that um, we have kind of worked on in our other life besides the podcast. So the podcast has kept us busy. Um, well, you know, our, our collective podcasts. Um, and the editor, you know, is doing this in addition to a day job. And that's why it keeps taking so long is because this is this is kind of the the second um, thing that everybody works on which right is well tough. and also you said we're gonna do this and the world went we're shutting down just kidding ha 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 you well, know that, yeah right that was into, initially yeah that was initially a, a problem it set us back about a year but um yeah i i just want to point out that uh brent has seen it and so it is a real thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can he can vouch for us that this will be coming out. It is yeah, there is a movie I there. I watched it with my wife, Morgan Fairchild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Fairchild. That was the uh, the What's liar. It was on SNL. It was an old sketch where he's a liar. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I watched it with my wife. That's right. That's the ticket. (laughs) That's the ticket right there. No, it's great. It is good. I was, I like I said, I was thoroughly entertained, and uh, I was like, I know these guys. And then, <laughs> and then I saw my my the show in the thank yous or whatever in the end, and I'm like, hey, I know that guy too. So hey, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So yeah. yeah. Well, if you guys want to learn more about that, you want to talk to Dave, you want to talk to I or anything like that, just. Well, there's lots of ways you can do that. You can hop on Facebook, search Hysteria Nation. That's a regular discussion group. You can go to facebook.com slash hysteria51pod. That's our Facebook discussion page, regular page, at hysteria51pod. If you want to tweet to us, Patreon for Hysteria 51. You can get up all nights, mad blur hysterias, lots of extra cafeteria 51s, radio dramas, art every week. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Leave us a voicemail, 773 669 7277 again 773 669 7277 or just go to hysteria 51.com click on the microphone at the bottom down there and you can leave us a voice on that way and you can find links to everything on there all of our episodes shenanigans pictures so you can just stare at us longingly it makes sense mm-hmm. tell a friend tell a loved one tell an enemy tell your dog tell every day when you leave to go to work if you got a smart speaker just tell it to play our show that way your dogs and cats are entertained all day long and you don't have to listen to us it's almost perfect doesn't that just make sense david i mean i can't argue with it (laughs) (laughs) nor should you (laughs) all right kids and make sure like we said first and foremost to give in plain sight a definite definite check out and a huge thank you again to tyler and chris for coming on here With that said, I'm a Brent. I've been David. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.